0: Welcome to Yas This is a podcast for young Asian Americans for Biden, or as we're better known as Yas Biden or Yas My name is Varun Sitham Raju, and I'm the co-chair along with Benjamin O. Oh. And our goal for this podcast is to amplify prominent AAPI electeds, celebrities, and voices in our politics, and offer in-depth conversations with experts on how to mobilize and turn out the young AAPI vote in swing states this November and beyond. Our first episode is going to be hosted by Lewis, the Pennsylvania co-lead for YASB. Lewis, take it away.
1: Hello, 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 everyone. Um, my name is Lewis Lin. I am currently serving as the Pennsylvania co-lead for Young Asian Americans for Biden. Um, young Asian Americans for Biden is a nationwide um, affinity group that is helping support the um, Biden campaign and voting to the get, just in general, Asian American young voters out in November's election. I am so excited to be kicking off this week of Voter Registration Week at YASPI's group. Um, And today for Pennsylvania, we are very happy to have Kay join us uh, for a podcast. So I'm going to let her introduce herself.
2: Thank you so much, Louis. My name is Kay Yu, and I'm the Voter Protection Director with the Biden-Harris Coordinated Campaign through the Pennsylvania Democratic Party. I'm so excited to be with you this afternoon and to talk to you about my favorite thing, and that's how you can vote in Pennsylvania.
1: Amazing. We are so glad to have you here with us today. Um, And I know you talked about your title for your position, but if you wanted to go a little bit more in depth for listeners who don't know as much about what it entails.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The mission of the voter protection team is to make sure that every eligible voter is in a position to be able to cast their ballot and for their ballot once cast to be counted So I have been practicing law for 27 years now and it is my privilege to be able to serve in this position to make sure that all voters in Pennsylvania are protected and that they have free and fair access to the ballot and that they know about the three ways to vote in Pennsylvania. Uh, we've never had so many different ways to vote. (laughs) 2020 is the first time we have three different ways to to cast a ballot. And it's, um, it's super exciting. And also really important to make sure that every voter in Pennsylvania um, is knowledgeable about the three different ways to vote.
1: Sure. Um, I mean, would you want to go into more depth about what those three ways are. I think people may be accustomed to the voting in person, um, or people may have this be their first time voting and not know all of the pathways that they are able to vote now.
2: Yes, absolutely, Louis. Uh, first, uh, Pennsylvanians can go to their polling place uh, on November 3rd, election day, between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. Second, people can vote by mail. And third, for the first time ever, um, voters can go in person to their county elections office and request a, um, a mail-in ballot uh, in advance of November 3rd. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for me personally, um, I call myself the formally undocumented immigrant in this context. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so um, voting was was not something that I had as a birthright. I wasn't able to vote. Um, Actually, it was the same year that I graduated law school that I became a naturalized United States citizen. And that was the first time I got to vote. And yeah, so with that, um, everybody needs to study up and learn how to vote. And you just mentioned uh, the one way to vote and that's in person at your polling place on November 3rd.
1: Thank you for talking about that kind of experience that you've gone through. And I think that really brings to the forefront of the importance of the work that you're doing. Um, and I think that given the pandemic, I think obviously things have changed and voting in person is not the only way. So what exactly are the other two ways that a person or at, other than voting on November 3rd that a person could uh, make their voices heard?
2: That's right. Uh, we can thank Act 77, which was signed into law on October 31st of 2019 for the expansion of the right to vote on a mail-in ballot, and that is every single registered voter uh, is eligible to use a mail-in ballot in Pennsylvania for the first time in 2020. Uh, So this, um, thank goodness we had this option, because this was passed and put in place even before the pandemic.
0: Mm -hmm. But
2: This expands the access to the ballot for so many people so that vote by mail is eligible to be, um, It's that all eligible voters are able to access uh, mail-in ballot, which is exactly the same that absentee ballots have worked for decades in in, uh, Pennsylvania. So mail-in ballot, absentee ballot, if, if functionally exactly the same, Um, but it's, it's super exciting that no excuse is required, uh, to request a mail-in ballot. And again, that's, uh, available for every registered voter in Pennsylvania.
1: Very cool. Um, I guess if you have the the option to vote by mail, um, once you apply, what, what are the steps that happen subsequently when you get your mail-in ballot and how does that work?
2: Yeah. So I like to say that, um, you know, if your plan is to vote by mail, it's a really easy and convenient option that we have. Uh, so folks should should um, absolutely avail themselves of this uh, way to vote. Uh, but you have to make a plan because it's a three-step process. In order to vote by mail, you have to first request your mail-in ballot. Uh, after you do that, you can do that online or submit a paper application. But it makes it easier for your county elections officials if you do it online. So we really suggest that people try to um, complete their application to vote by mail online. After you make your application, then um, you will receive a ballot um, in the mail. And no one actually has has gotten a ballot mailed to them in Pennsylvania. So... um, this is to come, and we have a final ballot now that happened. Okay. Uh, but that was uh, this past Thursday. So it, it now is in the hands of the counties to be able to finalize their ballots. And uh, so that, that will be coming uh, a- after you apply. Uh, the county will process and um, mail out a ballot to you. Um, and then after you receive the ballot, you have to complete it by marking the ballot completely using okay. a blue, blue or black pen. It can be either blue or black, um, but use the same, paint, uh, same pen throughout the entire um, marking of your ballot. Good and then you, have, you fold up your ballot um, and then you put it inside what's called a secrecy envelope. So it is the smallest envelope that you will get inside your vote by mail package. So you take your marked ballot, put it inside the secrecy envelope, seal the secrecy envelope, and don't write anything on the secrecy envelope. Right? Um, it's really important, I'm going to stress very much, that everybody use the secrecy envelope that should say official election ballot on it, and it will say nothing else. It, and um, and don't if you write your name on it or your party affiliation or who you voted for, um, that will invalidate uh, your ballot. So on okay. that plain white envelope that says official election ballot, don't write anything else. So once you complete, uh, mark your ballot, put inside the secrecy envelope, seal the secrecy envelope. That That's the ballot that's inside the secrecy envelope. Then that goes inside the next larger envelope, which you can tell it's the return envelope because it has your county elections office and mm. its address on one side. And then on the back side of it, it has a voter declaration and a witness declaration. So all your, the, every voter should complete the voter declaration. And don't forget to sign the the return envelope. And then once you put the ballot inside the secrecy envelope, inside the return envelope, seal that up. Um, and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is covering the postage for returning the ballot. So if you want okay. to mail it back, yeah, send it right back.
1: Very cool. Thank you so much for walking through. I think it's very important so that at least people who may not have done this process before have in mind the necessary steps to make sure that they are able to submit their ballot. Um, I know that we talked, those are two ways, ones like voting in person, um, and we know that election officials will be having necessary precautions in place so that you could um, be able to vote even during any um, needs of the pandemic. But Then there's the mail-in voting. What would the third way be?
2: Yes. So the third way is voting um, at your county elections office by Mm. walking in and requesting a mail-in ballot. You walk in, request the mail-in ballot. uh, The county uh, elections office staff will then uh, process your request and then on the spot hand you a mail-in ballot. So it's the same same ballot package that you would get if you're voting by mail. Instead, you're getting it over the counter when you're at the county elections office. So they hand you the ballot um, package. You can take that to a uh, place where you can mark the ballot in secrecy and then um, take all the same steps use the secrecy envelope, put it inside the return envelope, make sure you fill out the voter declaration and sign the voter declaration. And then you can go back to the uh, staff member who's helping you and hand it right back to them on the spot.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much for explaining that as well. Um, And I think I want to take this conversation to what is maybe a little broader in the sense of what is happening um, in in the country, but also how we can bring it to focus in Pennsylvania here. As Young Asian Americans for Biden, we are focused on AAPI populations and also youth populations, and looking at how we could organize and mobilize people who have now see this time of very much importance of voting. Um, And how do you see the importance of the AAPI or the youth population and the youth vote here in Pennsylvania?
2: Well, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is for everyone to exercise their constitutional right to vote. Mm. We, We are very simply put a democracy and a democracy doesn't work unless we are all active participants. And the very basic foundation is that everyone who is eligible to vote um, should cast their ballot. I think that we have learned when we look back at the outcome in 2016, the current president won in Pennsylvania by a margin of 44,292 votes. That is a very, very small number when we think about the number of um, eligible voters that we have in Pennsylvania.
0: Exactly. And
2: in these days when all elections are decided on the margin, any, any group of people can be the difference. So absolutely, you young voters, um, first-time voters, immigrant voters, AAPI voters, Everyone, we have the numbers to be that difference.
1: Mm. Thank you. That is perfectly phrased. I think so. I, I think that when we look at the context of Pennsylvania and the importance of our state plays, um, given what happened in 2016, like you just said, that there is uh, any population that has the the right to vote and the ability to hopefully, whether that be API or not, goes out and exercises that right.
2: That um, is exactly the message that we want to be delivering. If no one else is going to empower us, it's our responsibility to step up to be the democracy that we want to be.
1: Exactly. Um, And I know that this week we have a lot of things related to voter registration and ways that we are being mobilized and what, in talking to young APIs out there, um, do you have any words of advice or wisdom that they could listen to and who are passionate about public service or in politics beyond just a week of voter registration engagement? What What would you say to them?
2: Uh, so I so often uh, say to everyone that the best way to, to network, to, um, to be involved, to make a difference is to do substantive work together. Mm. There is no better way to gain experience And to build the kinds of relationships that are long-lasting in community. And the substantive work that we have to do right now is is enormous in the amount of work that we need to do in the the coming days as we close in on um, November 3rd. Uh, Voting is going to start very soon. So it's not just during the 13 hours on November 3rd that, that Pennsylvanians are used to because of uh, the fact that we used to only have pretty much one way to, to cast our ballot. But now we, we have um, an enormous opportunity uh, to get folks to be out, to use their vote by mail ballots, to get them in now, early, you know? So make that request, wait till your county elections office is open, go go in person to request it. Uh, if you want to do it by mail, you know, sign up online. We also have this amazing voter assistance hotline. If you have mm. any questions about any of this, um voters can call 833PA votes. And the numbers that go along with that is it's 833 728 68. And anyone can call the hotline um, if you have questions, if you want to know when voting early at your county elections office will start, uh, give us a call. And also I just want to mention that that if folks don't have access to the internet or if they want help in completing an online uh, request to vote by mail or to register to vote online, you can call the hotline. You can call mm-hmm. 833-PA-VOTES, and one of our trained hotline volunteers will fill out the form for you if you give your consent for that. So if you don't have access to the internet, if you just want to help, or you want to just you know go through this process and share the experience with somebody who's willing to help <laughs> you, give a call to the, the voter assistance hotline.
1: I love that. Um and I guess one of the other questions that I have is that in your role or just you as a person, what's getting you energized for, for November 3rd?
2: Oh, you know, it's always uh, the, the people. And one of the things that is really important for the voter protection staff to be doing is to building out the entire team and that involves thousands upon thousands of volunteers. Mm. Um, and I got an email from someone today and they were talking about, they, they're all these Pennsylvania college Dems who want to get involved and care about voter protection. And getting emails like that, folks who are... Just stepping up to do whatever it takes for us to get organized, for us to mobilize, and for us to get out the vote. That's what energizes
1: me. Exactly. And I think that like hearing those stories of people who are reaching out, it, it makes me also very hopeful for what we have in store. Um, I think one of the things that I look at, I know this week that we're doing this is focused on voter registration. We're talking about voting, but it's the idea that this work isn't just a one day kind of work that we work towards this day. And then after that, we clean our hands and we're ready to go for the next four years from now. That it's a constant process of people who want to be engaged and want to be involved and want to do more.
2: Oh, I couldn't have said it better. So this is not a once every four years thing at all this is voting happens in pennsylvania about every six months Mm. so we have primary elections and general elections every year and then we this is a presidential year um but in the odd years uh, we should not forget that we have municipal elections and I've got to say that there are so many vitally important decisions that are made in the odd years as to who's going to run your county government, who is going to to make all those decisions that are close to you, what what your streets look like, um, are you going to have public service, uh, How does trash pickup work? You know, is anybody going to come out and fix the potholes? Um, Mm -hmm. Who's going to keep the lights on? All of those decisions are made in the odd years. And turnout historically has been very low. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we really need to learn, that elections happen pretty much every six months. And... Paying only attention, uh, paying attention only to uh, presidential cycles, uh, it it hurts us as Democrats. Mm -hmm. And so this is something that we really need to continue to focus on. I know that this is a conversation that has been ongoing for a long time, uh, but we need to continue to make progress. And that is how we have a say in how our democracy is run. We don't get the luxury of sitting back and blaming others. We are the change. Mm. And we can't count on anybody else to stand up for the voice that we have and want to express. And again, as I said this earlier, but at the, the foundational heart of this is casting your ballot in every election that happens every six months, both in the primary and the, the general. And so all of the organizing that's being done right now, we should tap into that and, and grow that so that we can be really strong when we look forward to May of 2021, when there were going to be vitally important municipal elections.
1: Thank you so much for elaborating on that. I think that you also highlighted a lot of the importance of what it means to be engaged outside of just these main presidential elections that people may think of, but the importance of these municipal elections and who who is there in your city or your town and county to help run all of these essential services. Um As we close out or near the ending, I do want to open it up just to see if you have any last words that you would give to the people who are listening right now.
2: Well, you know, as I heard you give a little bit of a recap of what I was talking about in the odd year elections, um, there is something that I want to point out very specifically. And in the context of the passing of Supreme Court Justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm -hmm. I think this is a very uh, poignant time to also very much keep in mind that in the odd years, every two years, Pennsylvanians elect all of the state court judges that Mm -hmm. serve in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania think that there are a lot of voters in Pennsylvania who do not realize this, that they do not know that every single state court judge in Pennsylvania is elected. We choose who sits on the judiciary in this Commonwealth, which is all the more reason why we need to use the energy and focus and organization to leap forward to think about May of 2021, when we elect our next set of judges who will serve in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And it's, start, it's time to start studying up now because it's really important to get to know who is going to be on the ballot, and it's it's very difficult to assess judicial candidates, mm. uh, but we must, and the best way to do that is to work collectively to get to know who is is campaigning to become uh, the next uh, judge, who may be deciding matters of life and death uh, for Pennsylvanians to come.
1: Exactly. And thank you for taking the time to remember Justice Ginsburg and thinking about what that entails for Pennsylvania itself. Um, I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to come and talk to us. I know that we have a lot of people who are listening who are very interested in staying engaged and getting involved. So I just want to plug a few other events that we have left for this week. Um tomorrow, which is voter registration day, Michigan will be having their events and we'll be doing text banking throughout this week and other relational organizing. Wednesday we'll have Nevada and North Carolina. Thursday we'll have Georgia. Friday we'll have Texas and Saturday we'll end it off with Wisconsin. If you wanna stay up to date with all of the things that YASPI is doing, we have our socials. So find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter um, and definitely give us a follow and follow up to what we are doing in the future as we head into the election. Um, Thank you so much again, Kay, for taking time. Um, I really appreciated the words that you said and also just to talk more about some of the work that you're doing now. Oh,
2: Louis, I'm so happy to Uh, spend some time with you and for your group. Oh, thank you so much for your commitment, engagement.
1: Thank you so much. Um, So I hope all of y'all tune in for future podcasts that we do and also turn in and show up to a lot of our future events. And remember to vote, whether that be by mail or in person. Um, I hope that you do exercise that right and have a great night.
0: Thanks, Lewis, for that great interview. And thanks, Kay, for offering such amazing insights. Stay tuned for our next episode, which will be an election season special, as we're going to give a post-debate breakdown of the first presidential debate. You don't want to miss that one.